Big takes. This is episode number 31. We have entered the MLB season. With that being said, before we get into things, as always, we have some opening big takes. So, Steve Scott, what do you got? Hello, everyone. Today's big take is that Ryan McMahon will receive at least five first place Rookie of the Year votes. Tell the people what team he plays for. The Colorado Rockies, baby. What position does he play? A little bit of first, a little bit of second, and I think he's going to get dual eligibility in fantasy, making him very important this season in real life and in fantasy. Oliver, time for you to respect him. Does anybody agree with me or not? No. Well, you're wrong. Your opinion is wrong. Ryan McMahon's going to be a fucking stud. You know who's going to have a better year than Ryan McMahon? Here's my... Eugenio Suarez. Here's my not-so-big take. I'm going to with it. Is uh, Max Muncie will have a better year than Ryan McMahon. Yeah, it's possible. <laughs> I agree with that, to be honest. <laughs> <laughs> I think McMahon's best-case scenario is Muncie. Yeah. I think if Ryan McMahon hits 30 home runs, I will eat a piece of dirt. How much dirt will you eat? I said a piece. What's a piece? Like a little fucking speck? So like what if that piece is attached with dog shit? Will you still eat that it? That would be very unfortunate. <laughs> he didn't say no. Yeah, he didn't rule it out. Okay. So, hey. All right. Dog shit, dirt. Oliver eats it. Coming up. Big take. All right. What you got? Gilly, what you got? For a take. Tough. Um, I'll go with a college basketball big take. I will say that... Oh, we lost someone. Uh-oh. Lost Joshua. Lost Josh. There he goes. He oh, got, here he is. Probably got blew away by the hurricane. Oh, am I doing it? Give me a fucking break. <laughs> Dude, we can hear oh, You don't have to God. eat it. You don't have to eat oh. your mic. <gasps> Just eat my ass. I might have to turn off the Celtics game here. I'm streaming it. Anyways, Ooh, a little Celtics heat. Before we I like were, it. Uh, yeah, of course I'm watching this one. True. Your boy, uh, actually, who's gonna who's gonna get the jersey? So before I go into my big take, who do you think is gonna get the jersey swap tonight? Terry Rozier got one. Um, I go Marcus Smart. I was gonna say Marcus Smart, probably. Actually, it'll probably be Kyrie. There are two. No, but there no, are two. Dude. One thing to know: there are. There's one more uh, Heat game with the. Uh... One second. With the Celtics. I'm assuming that's what he's about to say. Oh no. Yeah, uh, he must Rozier be gets... getting a call. Rozier already got it one. Oh, he did? Yeah. Sorry. Um, Rozier got one. And... No, but they have one more game with the Heat, so I think Kyrie's going to get one of them, but I don't know. What about... Uh, I see. Brown? I don't think Jaylen so. Brown? I think he's going to get shafted. You know why? Because Kyrie's been putting it to him, smacking threes in his face, making him look bad, and he's probably thinking, like, yeah, I was the better LeBron teammate, you fucking dick. Yeah, so. but it's... <laughs> It wouldn't happen because of the game. Actually, fun fact, do you know that those jerseys are already pre-signed and they just hand them to them? Really? Yeah. They're not game-worn? Nope. They're just, like, ceremonial. That's unfortunate. They used to be game-worn. Did it become such a popular thing that they started doing that, or has it always been like that? 
Um, at least for the Dwayne Wade stuff, it's been like that because they're all pre-signed. And if you watch it, if you watch videos of it, you can see he's got a dude that hands him the pre-signed jersey, and then he, the other dude, takes the game-worn jersey. So it's not like Dwayne Wade has two jerseys in his hands. It's interesting how they kind of cleverly do that. I could see it. I don't know. Maybe they sell those, I don't, or like you know what I mean, in terms of like memorabilia and stuff like that. Right. I could see it being Horford and Smart, like the next two games. Be interesting. I think Smart would get one. Sure. I kind of yeah. want Jalen to get one. Oh, damn! What a charge. Yeah. My big take is that Zion Williamson is the best college basketball player we will ever see in our lifetimes. Ever? Ever. In terms of like living up to the hype. Like Does no he, one's done that. He yeah, Andrew Wiggins he had the hype. That's, did not live up to the I hype. Was, that, that was the first Agreed. question I was gonna go to was Wiggins. Right. Wiggins, I mean we haven't seen like a ton, but like in terms of like a guy who comes in and is like expected to be nasty slash just like a phenom and totally lives up to it. We we waited literally Obviously. like three years for this. Yeah, yeah. no, exactly. And he he did not disappoint at all. No, he's no. a beast. He was unreal. The way he accelerates to the basket, like he, I saw him. What game was it? I don't know. It wasn't the Michigan State game. Who'd they play right before that? Virginia Tech. Yeah. So the Virginia Tech game, he took a drop step on the second dash of like the the paint, and he literally just accelerated right to the basket. I was like, Jesus Christ, that is a man child. Like he, all he has to do is just take one step, and he's already at the rim. It's unbelievable. He's a freak. Yeah, that's my big take. Josh, you got a big take to open things up? Yeah, I got a kind of a, a relevant take, but I think Sheamus, the WWE wrestler, is a fake Liverpool fan. And this weekend, when he was in uh, Boston watching Liverpool, um, I think it was all a show. <laughs> So it's a big take, I guess. <laughs> he should be I, offended. I have no, wherever he is, no comment to that because I have no. I don't know who Sheamus is talking about. I haven't. I haven't even had a, an irrelevant big take in a while. But <laughs> that—that's it. Because I was pretty pissed. He was all like, <laughs> "When uh, Liverpool won," and uh, I was like, "Who the fuck are you, bro?" <laughs> like, where did you see you, this? Was you, he seeing like he, Instagram or Twitter? Dude, the game was like. Being covered on, um, I don't know if it was Nesson or um, Boston, like the NBC Sports Boston, but uh, we were watching Saturday mor- uh, Sunday morning soccer, me and Shannon, and he was just on there, and it was like a party, a watch party for the game um, at Caskin Flagon, and Seamus was there, and I was like, what the, what the hell? Like, why, why is he there? Or why is he even relevant in the soccer world? I have no idea so, who that guy is. He's, <laughs> he's that red-headed, annoying-ass wrestler that, oh. uh... Yeah. Yeah, he's, he's annoying as hell. He's got, like, that he's the red so hair. Annoying. Up. And yeah, I was like, I turned, to, I turned to Shannon, I was like, is that Seamus? And she was like, yeah, who the... How the fuck did you know that? <laughs> I was like, he's Seamus so came after us, stopped watching. But yeah. he was like a... He was a total villain. I am not a closet WWE fan for all you listening, but Sheamus I do know my shit. Yeah. How a choir boy from Dublin became a wrestling superstar. This is a feature on him. <laughs> superstar. <laughs> wow. He is. He actually is. is he? he looks very pale. He is so pale. 
Like, he is whiter than paste. Anyway, I don't want to spend 20 minutes on Seamus. Yeah, but that's more about take. Oliver wants to keep going. <laughs> the big Seamus guy. I mean, I just thought it was totally irrelevant and blasphemy that he was even part of this, like, soccer conversation. Why? Because he's European? Like, what the fuck? I don't know. It just kind of ticked me off. You sound, don't blame you sound big mad. Trigger trash. Um, you big trigger. Mad. Trigger, but not big mad. Big mad's a whole different mad. Big mad. All right. Uh, first thing on the docket before we get to some baseball, I think we should uh, bring up how the bracket group is going. So we haven't we didn't talk March Madness last week because we were too focused in on baseball, but uh, the as far as the first round goes, it was kind of underwhelming this year. However, the second weekend, especially the Elite Eight games in particular, that might have been the best four Elite Eight games ever. I don't know if you guys watch. I don't know if you have an opinion on it, but. Uh, Purdue Virginia game was, was ridiculous. All about it on Twitter. Yeah, th- th- I those think that, that was the, the most rewarding Elite Eight array of games. Not one was a dud. Nope, they were all. I think the total margin of victory was like six, right? Virginia won yeah. by. Oh, actually, no. Virginia won by five. Duke lost by one. Uh, Texas Tech won by. I'm not. I don't remember. Off the top no, of that there, was actually. a. That was like. 12, no, 12 to no, 15, no, right? No, it's not. They beat Michigan by Against that much. Michigan? Uh, no, oh. against Gonzaga. Oh, that's right. Yeah. No, that was like two two points. Yeah. Or... That was actually, no, it would have been a, a one point, actually. I don't remember. I probably should know this, but... Oh, wait, there's a way I can find out. It's called the internet. Oh, just looking at the bracket, too. Um, like it's an app. They it's an app on the phone, Oliver. It's called TC Challenge. 75-69. Oh, okay. But, like... You know, that game, the Auburn-Kentucky game, and the Virginia-Purdue game were all... Like, every game was down within the last minute. That's when the game got decided. Hmm. And the Even, I mean, a bunch of the other ones, too, that that same weekend. Uh, even the earlier ones. Or yeah, the later ones, the, I'm sorry. The Purdue and Tennessee game was nuts. Yeah. Uh, Duke, again, was in another nail bite with Virginia Tech. Virginia and Oregon were in a dogfight. Houston and Kentucky was a really good one. By the way, Oregon, Virginia. I don't know if you guys like saw the line for that in terms of the over-under. It was 120. <laughs> Imagine that. It's each college team scores 60 points in the NCAA tournament. Wow. It, and they went, were under it, by it was way under. 20 points. <laughs> yeah, it's 49 to 53. What, what would the over-under of a Virginia and Texas Tech game be? I don't know. One one oh ten. Those are like those are like the one two defenses <laughs> in the country. Yeah. And they just slow it down. Imagine too. if it was like a forty three to forty one national championship game. Yeah, but Texas Tech can actually play offense. Unlike Vir- oh Vir- not that Virginia can't, but if Virginia has a bad day on offense, they thoroughly rely on their defense, like stopping teams to forty four points. Like you saw against so, Oregon. Yeah, exactly. So I mean, that's the only thing I'll say about it, because I got the red fucking Raiders going all the way. By the way, how does that work? So are we going off points for the t-shirt, or am I buying myself my own t-shirt because I picked the right national champion? What? I think we're going off points. Oh, that sucks. 
Because I should get something. I should get something well, for picking won the right national champion on my first fucking bracket. They haven't won you yet. You gotta pick Over the other life. ones right. Huh? They haven't won yet. Oh, they're gonna win. Okay. There's there's no there's no option. I, I mean, there's three other options for being realistic. There's no other option. If you're being realistic, they beat like the three best defenses in the fucking country. So. Well, they haven't played Virginia yet, and they're arguably the best. Outside okay. of themselves. So it'll just add one to the book. Okay. I still okay. have one bracket in the 97th percentile. I have Duke winning. I don't know how. It's only going to go down. I did point, a but... uh, random yeah. BPI bracket because I couldn't figure out how to delete one, so I just randomized it. I had Auburn winning. <laughs> I had Auburn. Yeah, Mi- my, uh... Oh, no. I had oh. Auburn, Nevada, Michigan State, and Purdue. Not too far off. It had Nevada uh, in the finals. I don't know how this makes sense because I have one in like the 85th percentile, right? And it's uh, my final four was Virginia Tech, Texas Tech, Virginia, and Auburn. And my national championship was Virginia Tech and Tennessee. So I don't know how that's even possible. I must have got like the entire first round right. I have no idea. YOLO, bro. So who we got in the uh, in the running to win this thing? Uh, my lead is it's over. I have no chance. I have Duke winning. And my bracket has fallen apart. All right, so so uh, last time I checked, the leader of the group that has the be- the person with the best chance to win right now would be the Opinionated Ass Vegan by Benny C 16 uh, right now they are in fourth place, but they have Virginia winning. Right currently in first place is Falcon Lax sixty four, but they have North Carolina winning. Um, so it's looking like if Virginia just keeps on going, opinionated ass vegan will take home the title. Who is that? <laughs> Uh, I believe that would be ben our Campbell? dear friend Ben Campbell, based on the ESPN name, but it could be a different yeah. Benny C. Oh, sorry. yeah, sorry. sorry. Shut up, Ben Campbell. So out of the 29 people in here, pretty good sample size, uh, the only people with winners remaining would be him, would be Shan underscore 57 with Virginia. That's that's my wife. Myself picked Virginia. <laughs> my wife. And uh, Connor Ryan picked Virginia. And I haven't heard of him. Then the uh, um, one excuse me? On, the one on the outside there <laughs> would be Joshy Pods, who picked Texas mm. Tech. So out of the twenty nine, five people still have their uh, finalists alive. Granted. Oh yeah, actually, you know, yeah, interesting. Trying to do the figure out the points in terms of what's possible. Shout out to Matt Rocha, by the way. He listens to the pod and he has been all over this bracket and going over all the possible <laughs> scenarios. He still has a chance to make a run and get second. He was telling me like yesterday. Which one is his? He's uh, Roach Sauce. He's <laughs> in eighth. He's in eighth, but he did the numbers, and if he gets everything correct, like all the ones that he's got possible in there left, he could sneak up to second. Well, does he have, like, he Michigan State in the finals? Something like that. I think he did, actually. It'd probably be Michigan, Michigan State, 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 North probably, Carolina. He probably needs Auburn and Michigan State to win. So he had, is... And he had Texas Tech and Michigan State, both in the Final Four. 
pretty impressive there. Yeah. Hey, he listened to me. Those Red Raiders, boy, going all He's the way. A very high-scoring final, ninety-four, eighty-six. I forgot what my final was. Got a look. Sixty-six to fifty-eight. All right, dog. Can you shut up back there? All right, fine. Jesus. Wait, is it Josh Gentile or Jake Gentile with J Gentile five? Do you know? <laughs> I think that's Josh. I feel like he wears number five. Whoever it is, big facts. Oliver will lose. He definitely lost. Yeah, it's got to be Josh, right? What are you talking about? How am I losing? Yeah, you're not up there, are you? I'm in 13th. I still got a chance to come uh, in best case scenario third well, place. <laughs> his his name for his bracket is Oliver will lose. Yes, yeah, yeah, I see that. So fuck. you still technically will lose. You're not winning. All right, well that's just a flaw in the system then. Okay. All right, I'm just That's saying. a if you ain't first your last mentality. I mean, it's still True. So shout out to Josh and or Jake Gentile because I'm not 100% sure on which one it is. Whatever. He can sit in his fucking Duke National Championship ass. Okay. I mean, I'm just, <laughs> I'm just <laughs> shouting out, you know? I'm enjoying these names. Oliver will lose. That killed me. <laughs> do Steve we have, Scott is the illest. Do Who's we... that? Thank you, whoever that is. Shout out to you. See, I think that is Josh. That's... That's gotta be. That's, that's a burner ESPN account too. Yeah, it is. Yeah, old numbers and shit. Well, I, I think it's actually Steve. It's not me. <laughs> no, just, no, so I, that person created another bracket and named it URI sucks. Yikes, oh. dude! Not a good look. Whoa. I was looking for hints. That is not a good Whoa. look. Um, do we so have wait. any big NCAA big <laughs> takes for these final fours before we move on to some baseball? Yeah, wait, we get, hold on. Any big takes on who that is? I like the rumor that it's me, but it's not. But maybe it is. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Wait, Keep it no, alive. did you say the thing was PC sucks? No, no you were, you were I, I sucks. sucks. You were I sucks. Okay, that's what I thought. Okay. Ooh. Something I never that's, say, but maybe it's not a uh, not a good look. <sighs> that's cool. That's cool. You were I sucks. That's <laughs> tough. Out of like people that we could know. I mean, right. it could be somebody that we don't know, and it's just some, like, burner, like... Josh Gentile wouldn't say that. I right. Wish. No, that's true. That's he that's he's true. not a PC kid? In terms of, like, rooting for them? No, I wouldn't I wouldn't think so. He's, he went I to, he went to right? No, I know, but in terms of, like, going to, like, PC games and stuff, I feel like they go to PC games. That's why I don't know how hardcore of URI fans they are. I would say I it would be, like, Will Massey, but he's already in here. Could be a Will Massey burner account. Hey, I see LJ Sheffield. <laughs> Shout out Someone's got to bring up the caboose. <laughs> oh my! Oh, God. is he at the bottom? Well, Pretty we close. have He's one non. Me. We have one non-entry. Gracie O seven twenty eight didn't do anything. Appreciate you joining, though. Yeah, Gracie, absolutely. I know anybody that joined. It's like wow. I mean, even Lucy. Hey, big upset Lucy. volume two. Let's go. Hey, hey, her. Uh, <laughs> she actually has another bracket where she has Auburn winning, and well, it's looking cool. pretty good right now. Wait, so dude, is... one time at band camp. That's cat. Yeah. Is that the same? Oh, that's cat. Oh, okay. <laughs> that's a funny name for. <laughs> that's when she was going through her American Pie phase. Oh. Uh... 
They're taking it off of Netflix, by the way, so watch it while you can. <laughs> never seen it. Oh, wow. What? You've never yeah. seen any of the How? American Pies? Not did one. You did you go to crazy. middle school? I, I went to St. Pius, dude. I was sheltered. Oh, yeah, you were definitely sheltered. Uh, <laughs> you I mean, it's on TV. School. We didn't watch it in school. I didn't watch it. <laughs> I, would, I saw shit. Is that is that what uh, Sky, Scotty doesn't know? Don't tell Scotty. That's your own trip. Oh. Yeah. Okay. Or Matt Damon does that at the end. See, when you grow up watching South Park and American Pie and, like, all that shit, and your parents let you watch it in middle school, you turn out like me. <laughs> <laughs> when you watch Hey Arnold and... And Doug. And Doug. <laughs> SpongeBob. You were definitely a Doug guy, were you not? I like Doug. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. I I just I, like feel, I get that vibe. Why? Because I'm a friggin' dork. <laughs> <laughs> True. <laughs> Jesus Christ, <laughs> Arthur frustrated me. That was a tough watch for me. I used to I get did, babysat, and I hated the animations. animations. You didn't like the, the terrible. If I, I had to. If I had to, like, get one of those, like, books, you know, the book cartoons, if I had to, like, categorize myself as one of them, it would be Franklin. Yeah, I, Franklin? I, I loved Franklin. I don't know. All right, we're going off on some rant here. Yeah, uh, sorry. Is, yeah, Franklin was great. Wild. My babysitter only had PBS when I was growing up, so I had, I watched Arthur, and she had Pokemon, I watched that in the morning. And, uh, like, uh, if you what didn't was it? watch you the, uh, Looney Tunes for kids, the, like, when they were kids, what was that called? Oh, yeah. That yeah, that was, was a good a little shit. Bit of that. Yeah. Top notch. It was alright. Maybe it was Top okay. Top notch for a three year old. You're watching that when you're three? Probably. I don't know how old I was. I don't know. Teletubbies? Remember. You're like 12, Oliver. Come on. I was probably 18. How if <laughs> I know? Yeah. <laughs> Did you watch Teletubbies growing up, Oliver? Uh, I don't think so. Wow. I may I have. Did. Definitely was a big yeah, Barney guy, did. though. Oh, I broke my leg watching Barney, so that's... Yeah, a, we already yeah. went over that. I love that story. Yeah, that's a great story. Uh, so, wrapping up March Madness talk. Any uh, last-minute takeaways, <laughs> uh, predictions, big takes, before we move on yes. to the uh, uh, Major League? Franklin wins the Final Four. <laughs> Xavier wins it all next year. <laughs> it's gonna be sick. It's gonna be interesting, though. I don't know. I I'm rooting for Virginia. I, I think, think it's uh, one of the few years where, like, you're going to the Final Four, and you're like, right now, all four of these teams you can see winning the whole thing, which is pretty cool. Yeah, because last I year, like Loyola, Michigan State might be the favorite, in my opinion. Yeah, yeah I still think people well, are uh, just like overlooking Virginia because they're boring. That's what I was going to say. Like, as also much as I love, True. I love Texas Tech. But Michigan State is like definitely a team that has the momentum, like beating Duke, going into it. Like, everybody wanted Duke to win. I mean, they've got like the, I'd say the most, at this point in the tournament, actually, for sure. Like, the, although Jared Harper is kind of becoming a name, but Cassius Winston is like, the guy he's in the stable. Final Four. Yeah, the biggest name. He's the only yeah. guy now, kind of. He's like the biggest name. Jared Harper's kind of emerging as that for Auburn. He's nasty to watch. I don't know if you guys have seen him, but he is so quick. It is 
uh, it's electric just to watch him. I've been rooting against him a couple rounds, so it hasn't been as as nice as it it should be in the final four to see him. Um, but yeah. Yeah, I, it, I mean Jared Harper's another name. Uh, not not Jared Harper. Um, you just said that, right? I'm sorry. Yes. Thank uh, you for listening to me, Oliver. Yeah, nice listening. To you. <laughs> no, yo, hold up, hold up. There he really, is. It hold wasn't up. me. Well, Harper Hunter, it's like the same thing. RJ Hunter? This is like four years ago. Not RJ Hunter. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, here's, here's a stat for you, Oliver. Did you, can, you, can you name this name? There is the player that holds the record for highest three-point field goal percentage is in this Final Four. Of, can you name him? Uh, no, I cannot. Of all time? No. Can anyone name uh, him? Um, I can't name no him. But is that the kid on uh, fucking Auburn? No. It is a trick question. I... It is the coach. It's Tony Bennett from <laughs> oh, Virginia. Wow. Isn't that wild? <laughs> he is the highest three-point percentage for a career in NCAA history. Over J.J. Redick? And, or right or was he a big three pointer? Yeah. yeah, but he was. Flip, yeah, it's all I mean, about he was like a volume guy, so it's all about he took a ton of McGee. shots. Okay. Does Fletcher Tyler has the Tyler most? Hansborough have the most points in Division One history? Is that no, right? Tyler Hansborough. No way. Sure. Does he, he has the most eight in the ACC? I don't think he holds any records. Tyler Hansborough definitely holds records. I would have thought he did. I don't know anything. He didn't score that much, though. All right. No, I'm, I guarantee you He's like a 14 he definitely game guy. either holds the most in the ACC or the most in NCAA history. Definitely not NCAA. It's always some like, be random, ACC, then. random kid putting up like 1,000 points a year at, I don't know, like a like a Campbell University. Actually, they had a, they had a score this year. Big take. Murray State goes close to undefeated next year. I'll say one loss and uh, they're going to run the table next year. What? Yep. How? With who? They're losing John Moran. <laughs> Those are yeah. I know. All right. So they're going to transfer Hansborough somebody. They're going to stink. 2,872 <laughs> career points. Huh? Tyler Hansborough has 2,800 career points. Wow. Wow. Uh, Pete, That's a lot. Pete, uh, yeah, you want to know what's more? Uh, Pete Moravich averaged 44 points per game over three seasons. <laughs> At, can anyone name it? Not Oliver because he's looking? Yeah, I'm definitely cheating. Somebody name it? Where'd Pete Moravich go to school? <sighs> God, I have not. Indiana? No. So, more south. Utah. Nope. What the Steve fuck? Steve is returning. <laughs> <laughs> Steve doesn't know where Utah is. <laughs> Seattle. Was in the tourney? Yes. Yep. Made a run. Uh, They're no longer in it. Tyler Hansborough was 15th all time. Maryland? No, LSU. Oh, yeah. yeah I wouldn't think of him as an LSU Actually, guy. Interesting, though. Josh, you are correct. I'll look at points. But Tyler Hansborough is the ACC leader, at least since 1985, in career field goals. Oh, field goals. I thought it was points, but... I can, I'll look okay. at points as well. First, That was like the first one that came up. I just... I have this points vivid too. memory points of too. them... 
Yeah, dude, I have this vivid memory of watching the game that they said Tyler Hansborough, now the new ACC leader. I I didn't know if it was ACC or NCAA to be completely honest. Yeah, he's 15th ahead of JJ Redick. 15th. That's. I guess he he played four years, so I guess. Well, I apologize. The most recent game. I do know a little bit about college basketball, man. I just didn't remember him as a (laughs) prolific scorer, you know? What about Frank Comiskey? Where's he right No, he's not up there. No? no he probably only has like 900 to 1,100 points somewhere in there. How many years did he play? Doug McDermott scored 3,000. Yeah. he's Again, he was a volume guy. Yeah. He, he was so fucking... dope, dude. What about Jimmer? Jimmer's got to be like top 10, right? No. The top 10 is uh, Pete Maravich, like we said. Pistol yeah. Pete. After that, Pistol it goes Pete. Freeman Williams. Portland oh, State yes. in uh, the we'll mid-70s. Yeah. <laughs> Chris Clemens from Campbell University, Gilly. This year? This That's year, the kid? This was his, yep, this was his last year. What? 3,225 points. After that, it's uh, Lionel Simmons. Never heard of him. Alfonso Ford. Never heard of him. Then Doug McDermott. Uh, Mike Dom. He's in the tournament in the past couple of years. South, South Dakota State. Uh, Harry Kelly. Jack Rabbits? <laughs> yeah, Oscar Arbin's up there, but other than that, JJ Reddick's top twenty. All right, that was our yeah. college basketball. We wanted to close out March Madness like twenty minutes ago, yeah. but okay, we're done. That's okay. Moving on, Red Sox one and three. How do we feel? Good. Yeah, fine. I feel great. Get it out of the system. We might lose like five games in the first seven, but you know what? It's going to be worth it when we win, like, 125. I mean, not great. Not great. Well, But at least, spin zone, at least the Yankees aren't rolling. Well, I was going to say spin zone, out of all the things to be terrible, um, I think the starting pitching is what I'm most confident in turning around. Absolutely. Yeah. Like, if the bullpen I mean, th- blew three games, I'd be, like, pretty pissed. Yeah, but, I mean... <sighs> You guys are optimistic at the bull, about the bullpen now? Come no, on. I'm not saying I'm optimistic, but I'm saying it's... Uh, They've looked okay yeah. in non-high-leverage situations. Well, Matt Barnes Great. looked... They held a, a three-run three deficit. Matt Barnes was lights out. Still, I'm just saying. Matt Barnes looked good. He looked like he was all like bred to be a closer. I know what you're saying. There's They haven't been te- like tested to hold the lead yet. So No. Um, no. I mean... What is it? An Probably. average of six runs a game right now. What the starters? Mm-hmm. I think it's like seven and a half. That's crazy. Oh, they've at least given up six, right? Yes, correct. Okay, yeah, that's pretty bad. Yeah, not uh, not the best start. <laughs> that's for sure. I mean, you know what? David Price is going to throw like a complete game no hitter tonight. So it's okay. But what is crazy is how they've been in every game despite that. I, I guess not the first game they were not in, oh, yeah. but. I forgot about the first game. I've already wiped so it from my memory. How, um, how good their offense is, though. Yeah, I mean, that second game, they just had getting, you know, chipping away, chipping away, and then Mitch Moreland doing Mitch Moreland things. Yeah. And even... The, and Vasquez, dude. Yeah, Vasquez. That is one of the best... Piece. The Moreland signing is one of the best, like, contracts of our of our Red Sox fandoms. He's, he, I uh, agree with that. In terms of value. We could have signed Hosmer and been crying our eyes out. Oh my Don't god! Imagine. Woo! Imagine. The nightmare. 
Or Chris Davis, too. Who's benched now by Baltimore. Yeah, that is just fucking like, over. kind of sad. He will point. bounce back. He's my bounce back. Big take. What's, what what would a bounce plays, back be, do you think? Like a... Like 230. 230 average. Shit, dude. 30 I think runs. they take 210. I know it. Yeah. New, new batting coach there. New hitting coach. Who wouldn't eliminate it? I mean, also, Red Sox defense appears to be an issue. Well, yeah, Devers isn't playing that great. I mean, the, they have, like, what? I think like, I read six or seven errors in the first four games. <laughs> Right, so not a great pace. That's, Nunez, that would be horrific. So to fix that, though, right? Nunez isn't an answer. If we put like Brock Holt there, right? I mean, then do we lose Mitch Moreland at first because we want Rafael Devers in the lineup, or like what do we do? What What is your answer to that? Because Oliver's giving me a dirty look. Well, I, but, I like, just don't get how to... Devers gets exiled in that scenario. Because we're Devers is the worst one on defense right now. Nunez is at a, a gaff or two. He's always been true. Yeah, I know, but Devers is the worst by far. I, don't think, I, think, I don't think personally. It's by far. I think it's Nunez. Really? You think so? I don't trust and Nunez one iota. Also, in the field. Devers, but he's also really out of position. Devers is hitting the ball outside of JD probably better than anybody right now. But, but that's what I mean. Like, I personally think Nunez is – Nunez isn't good in the field anyway. But playing him at fucking second is not good. It's just not good. I mean – I think Nunez has to go. It's only temporarily. He's not going to go anywhere. I mean, he's going to be sitting there until Pajori gets back. And when Pajori gets back, you won't see him that much. See him twice a week. Uh, don't even I, go there. I just think he's better off don't go there? on the left side of the infield. I don't, if you're saying put Brock Holt in second and Eduardo Nunez at third, I don't think that's the solution because then you're taking out your no, three hitter. No, what, what I'm saying is is put Brock Holt at third and put Nunez. Oh, no. What the hell am I saying? I don't, know. I don't even. I don't even know. I wanted Rafael Devers at first base. That's what I want. But we're taking Mitch Moreland out of I don't see that. Put Moreland at third. I do see that happening eventually, but I don't see it happening now, yeah, probably like in not a year this or two year. once Chavis is ready. Exactly. When yeah. Moreland and Pierce contracts are up after this year, uh, I think Devers will slide his way over to first, and then Chavis slash Dahlbeck will come up and play third. Is Pierce on a one-year deal? Yeah. yeah. Yes, he is. That's yeah, probably like the scenario. For now, if fielding is a cause and concern, I am not going to be too concerned. I mean, we know what... Dev- I'm just saying, that's a lot of errors for four I, games into the season. I agree, but we know we're, what we're going to get from Devers. Sometimes he'll make some crazy backhanded you know, play, but the next time he'll just punt a simple ground ball to him. That's just what he is right now. It's clearly a work in progress for him. As far JD. As JD. JD already <laughs> eight innings of work in the field. He's already got one error. Yeah, it's, I don't know. Hey, I still want him out there. I know. That's what it <laughs> that's takes. That's what I say. Shut up. I, I know that was a bad take, okay? We're going back to, like, October here. <laughs> that was what? awesome. What was that again? That he's a, What was it? You're, he's going to win a gold glove? No. Yeah, some, I, I did. Wanted no, him in the no, I, I don't know. I, I wanted him that. in the lineup, and I wanted him in Because you wanted Mookie at second. 
Yes, oh, right, that's what right. it was. Oh, yeah, for, for the, the world. That. <laughs> but that was actually Stein a Harper. legitimate thing to it keep JD a, in the lineup. It was a little conspiracy theory they were throwing out there. Didn't that wasn't like just a me like and that. Steve this time. Like, that was literally Alex Cora <laughs> saying, hey, uh, Mookie Betts taking reps at second base. That so was dope. We're not, we're not crazy. When it needs to happen, it might happen. Mookie to second, I'm on that train till I die. Uh, yeah, no kidding, bro. We wouldn't have all these errors at second base now, would we? No, true. <laughs> you just have twice as many out in right field. Yeah, no big deal. Fuck it. Yeah, I don't know. Sure. Nunez might be better at fielding a fucking fly oh, ball than a ground ball. Nunez you never know. Yeah, fun. Nunez plays also, about Nunez is not also. Play. I don't know if you guys Remember stayed Tony up Womack? for... Uh, <laughs> Tony Womack. I don't know if you guys stayed up for Tony game Womack. two when Nunez had the bases loaded in the top of the eighth and he like hit a chopper to the pitcher slash first base. Yes, I saw that. And, what a squid. And the pitcher like went to like almost tag him, kind of, but then he threw home and Nunez like ducked and then just stood there. And they just had the easiest double play in the fucking planet. And I was like, and all of a sudden I hit Eduardo Nunez again. Just like that. <laughs> Didn't take long. Yeah. I don't know. Nunez, does, I don't know. He falls on his face all the time. Just just get off the fucking team. We should have just signed uh, LeMahieu. I don't Fuck. want him off the team. Online. I'm sorry. I don't, I don't think I want him off the team. I think he has a place on this team. Alex Cora loves him. Great clubhouse guy. I just yeah, don't I think he's like, he's gonna be good as a pinch. He's gonna be you know a pinch hitter. Uh, I don't fully hate him. I, I'm I'm just being you know I'm just going over I the mean, top with what I'm saying. If there's but. he's probably my least favorite hitter, and Heath Hembry will probably always be my least favorite pitcher. But they both <laughs> unfortunately have spots on the team right now. I have no faith in Hembry. I he's just a fucking goofball. I mean. <sighs> As the, the roster is constructed, once Steve Pierce is healthy, Sam Travis is going to get sent back down. I mean, is Eduardo and Brock Holt, is that kind of like overkill? Are they just redundant? Do you kind of only want one uh, infield utility guy with a, such a similar skill set? Like they, I, I don't know. I feel like they're pretty similar, realistically. The thing is, though, Brock Holt can play the outfield as well. True. So, so he's definitely... So. He hasn't for the Red Sox, though. I, know, I prefer he, Brock Holt. I'm, don't get me wrong. Yeah. I'm just curious. He can. I guess. I get. Yeah. I guess he used to. I think when he was on the Twins, he was playing the outfield, right? A few years ago. When yeah, he was on the Twins. and I think they used him like one game. Okay. Nunez, you yeah. might be right, but I I don't recall him playing the outfield yet for the Red Sox. I think Brock Holt will take that versatility checkbox. Um, is there something else out there that would? We would prefer, or are you all all in on uh, Holt and Nunez being your uh, your guys off the bench there? I mean, I'm sure there's something else that they could go get. Like, yeah. I would, I would love a for like a natural fourth outfielder. I know I said that shit about JD during the World Series. I get <laughs> it, but I would love like a actual like platooned outfielder, like a true a true guy. I don't know who that is. But um, I don't know. I, Go I Keith Hernandez, Bryce Brents. We need like Jock. Honestly, Jock imagine Jock. if they went and go get got go got Jock. Go get Jock. How the fuck go would you say Jock. that? Go got Jock. Jock. I don't fucking want Jock. that guy. I'm go sorry. Snapping. I think you would be great in Fenway. 
Jack would be sick. Yeah, I don't want anything to me. do with It'd him. Be fun. That's my opinion. I think he's a. You know, if you're doing that, just go get me fucking Verdugo. Bellinger. Give me Verdugo. Bellinger. I want Bellinger. You yeah, fuck but, Verdugo. Yeah, but that's a guy that you'd really have to pay for. Like, I, I'd see, like, Jock, and I know we're talking, like, I'm just thinking about Dodgers guys right now, or, like, Puig, or... He's on the Reds. Um, but Dodgers, <laughs> come on now. Stop it. Um, Matt Kemp. I'm trying to think. Of, or even, like, Matt Kemp, yes, Lewis Brinson. Like, I don't even know. I know he starts on the Marlins, but, like, he'd be, that would be great on off days here. But he's, he was their pack. He was, like... You know, the guy they got for Yellick, I doubt they're going to move him for anything cheap. I know. I'm just saying, like, I'm trying to think of, trying to think of other if that, guys. If that's are... the route you want to go, you got to think of, like, some, you know, some veteran-type player that can field. How about this for a trade idea? Raphael Devers, Sam no. Travis, Blake Swihart, Brian, I don't know, Jason Groom, for <laughs> Cody Bellinger and Justin Turner. No, God no! I don't think you I need Justin take that. I think if you're trading Devers, no, I don't think it's enough. No. Your, I say no. Your, your, if you're trading away Justin Turner, I mean, if you're trading away Devers, I think you're just investing in Chavez at that point. So I'm gonna flip that question on you for a second. But I mean, Bellinger, Bellinger at first, he slides into first. Turner's the obvious. This, this is like a scenario if the Dodgers kind of implode and they're like, Bellinger sucks. We don't really want to pay the rest of this Turner contract if we don't think we're that good anymore. Uh, we're just going to kind of wait and see on our young guys in the rotation. That type of thing. Go on, Josh. What was your I was one? I was going to reverse it on you and say, say we have the need to trade Mookie Betts. Okay. What if we traded? See, I don't know. I don't know this guy's contract. I should have looked this up before I asked it. But what if we went and got a guy like Yellick? Well, a guy That's like Yellick or Yellick. What? You said a guy like Yellick. Do you mean Christian Yellick? Yeah, 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 yeah. For sure. He's like got three more Yellick. years of his contract this year. Two more years, and then a player option. Good luck. So. 2022. Oh, well, yeah, absolutely. Good luck, but I mean, Mookie's like who makes more money on the market? Mookie. Mookie. Absolutely. Yeah, and, Mookie and that's the reason right now, why I does. say it because I don't think Mookie's coming back based on this uh, whole thing. And I don't know if you wanted to segue in some point, so I'm sorry, yeah. but I don't I mean, think Mookie's coming back based on well, the whole Well, before we get to stuff. more Mookie talk, yeah, let's uh, give a round of applause for Dave Dombrowski signing Xander Bogarts for what I believe to be one hell of a bargain. Absolutely, and I completely agree. <laughs> yep, yeah. Good job, Dave. Proud of you. So that's, that's four claps. Yep, what I'll say is it sucks in the fact that it's that much harder to get Mookie. I don't think it changes Mookie's situation at all. I do. I think it does. I think Mookie, like we've been hearing this whole time, really wants to make an example. And I don't know what that example is, but if it's more than Trout, I'm not willing to do it. Why? More than Mike Trout? Yeah, why? I'm just not willing to do it. Why? Because even though right now he's 
one of the best players in baseball. He's not the best player in baseball. Mike Trout is consistency wise in the length of time that he's been doing it. Yeah. And I don't think we should be paying a guy that hasn't done it for that long, that much money. Do you think Chiefs fans are saying that about Pat Mahomes? Fuck no. no but that's a different sport. Up. So what? That's a different sport, Oliver. So it's completely what? different. And you know how much I you know how much I love Mookie Betts. I want Mookie Betts like twenty five years, like a billion dollars, okay? But clearly not. <laughs> no. That's come on, twenty five years, a billion dollars, you wouldn't take that deal? Think about that. What's that per year? Dude. I don't even know. I don't I just <laughs> anyway. I just don't think that impacts like I don't think Xander's extension, I don't think Chris Sale's extension, I don't think those are affecting their potential pitch to Mookie Betts when he becomes a free agent. Uh it's clear that he's not gonna extend, which fine, go test the market, do your thing. But I don't think them extending their own talent is gonna count them out. Do you think, think they're willing to That's go over for the tax, even a buck for Mookie Betts? Because uh, I don't think so. Yeah, but they will if no, if Price won't. keeps opting in, and JD, I'm at, like if they re-sign JD, I think JD will be the real like nutbuster. Like there, JD is going to re-sign or he's going to opt out. Like if he re-signs, I think it's that much harder to get Mookie. I think you need to go follow my friend uh, at Red Sox Stats, and he can break down the whole. Uh, Salary. I do follow him. You I just haven't looked. Do you at his see Twitter. his salary? He, he. All right. If first of all, if you're out there and you let don't me, follow let me, let me him, pull it up. And you're a Red Sox fan. Highly suggest following him, even though he blocked one of my Twitter accounts. Why? <laughs> That's wild. What? Because every time he would tweet about something, I would just reply with a Blake Swihart gif, and he was not having it. <laughs> um. So you have to remember. $20 million Pablo Sandoval off the books after this year. That's freeing up money, right? The Rick Porcello contract, he's obvi- He's stated, we can talk to, talk about that a little bit if you guys want to, but there was an article about uh, Porcello last week that said, you know, he approached Dombrowski and the Red Sox and saying, I want to work out an extension, what can we do? And they were just kind of like, nah. No. So yeah. we'll see how that ends up. I. It's pretty sad. I don't think like... He obviously wants to be here, and he's going to try to stay here. But he's going to have to take one hell of a discount to stay here. So if he comes back, he won't be making nearly the $20 million he's making this year. So that's another big cut to the to the salary. Right there, between the $20 million of Pablo, the $20 million of Sandoval, uh, the $20 million of Pablo, $20 million of Porcello, that's Mookie right there at, at absolute maximum. And I don't think they'll go pay him $40 million a year. I think... Mookie will end up getting about thirty-three so, um, to thirty-five a year, and that's just based off losing those two contracts alone, and with everybody else currently on the books. Right. I mean, so I'm, oh, sorry, sorry. No, I mean that's just a long way of of kind of going about it. But if you just like look at the twenty twenty-one um, like salary uh, table and whatnot, you got price at thirty-two mil, sale at thirty million. JD coming in at nineteen three five right now if he if he re ups. Eovaldi seventeen million, Pedroia twelve, Christian Vasquez at six point two five, which is a little and annoying. Xander's He's, not updated yet. 
Xander's not updated yet, but that'll be twenty million. So it's like Just under I think twenty. A little over. So no, we were at like one twenty in terms of a uh, total salary, one twenty six or so. And the luxury That's tax not, is I mean, what two, two thirty, two ten, two ten. Okay. Plenty of room to work with there. I mean, yeah. they have yeah, they I mean, have the, a bunch of young contracts coming up. Erod's still super cheap. I mean, we we love Moreland and Pierce, and you know some of us love Nunez and guys like that. But their six seven million each are going to be off the books after this year. Right. No, I I mean I, I'm looking at that chart right now that Red Stats put out, and it says uh, free agents are allocating at 29.4 per with with some of those like high end. Or I mean, not high end, uh, low end, like Pierce and Nunez. So yeah, it could be like forty. Yeah, we could have like forty-five open. All I'm saying I mean, is they're gonna make a scenario to tell. They're they're gonna make a, a they're gonna make a run at Mookie Betts. They're gonna have the option to sign him. Whether he wants to stay here or not will obviously ultimately be his decision. What if he says ten years, fifty mil per? What if he? What if he wants to be the first half half a billion man? Well, I don't think that they will go that far. Okay, I don't I'm know just if saying. Will. I, I, I don't, don't know what the range really is. is. I, yeah, I don't know what the range is. I have no fucking clue. But it just it scares me that Mookie Betts is saying the things that he's saying. I think his market That's is the pretty only set. thing that bothers me. I think me. we know about what he's worth and about where he will end up whether or not he accepts where he is and if the Red Sox are willing to story. go there is you know yeah. that's could make it painful right yeah yeah it'll the the 2020 to 2021 21 2021 offseason will be stressful yeah absolutely even this offseason could be stressful cuz whether you like it or not they make cons- I don't actually like there's always those, you know, there's those little birdies that say you kind of have to consider trading Mookie Betts this offseason if he's not going to consider resigning. Even if he doesn't consider resigning, I think with the guys that now you've locked up Xander, you've locked up Sale, those were two big question marks. Even if you don't think he's resigning, you, I don't think you trade him because you have a chance at winning World Series again. Assuming you do. I mean, this is assuming we have a good enough record. Right. I mean, the thing is, like, that you know, that is the one thing, like, the good enough record. Like, I think that these guys just want to be together. So that's also just the plus, you know? Well, for the most part, Mookie hasn't really. <clears throat> but even Xander, did you watch the press conference today? Like, he, he kept, like, looking over to the right. And, like, I guess all the guys were in there. And, you know, I was about to write down, which I thought was a little weird. But he was like, oh, yeah, my man uh, Christian over there and Jay." And like he didn't mention Mookie until like after the fact, so I thought that was a little weird. And then Scott Boris got into, you know, we really talked about how, um, you know, the future of this team looks bright, and the people that could be here, um, you know, it's all like, you know, fabricated and and fictional now. But if it works out the way it does, it's a good thing. Like I took that as a good thing because. That's Scott Boris saying Mookie could be here. Uh, for me, that's what I thought he was saying. But, you know, just Xander in general, like, talking about his teammates like that and, like, how they were at the press conference today with Dombrowski and Scott Boris, like, it's a different team, man. Like, I don't know if I felt this way about a Red Sox team, like, being this close-knit in a while. 
So and it's it's that's a good thing. Whether you, I I know, like we were all every all of the Red Sox nation when John Farrell got here in 2013, and they won that miracle run, and they won the World Series. Unforgettable year, right? But mm-hmm. that John Farrell magic wore off quickly, and Alex Cora comes in, kind of changes the whole environment of the team, the whole makeup works year one. The same thing happened to Farrell too, right? He came in, cha- pretty right. much changed a lot, and he won year one. But I think even starting year two, you can tell right away, it's like it's really family oriented instead of baseball oriented. Like I think, it doesn't matter. It doesn't right? matter how they're starting right now. Yeah. Yeah. No, I, it's I kind of totally like, agree. and the, yeah. a big thing with Farrell was he would never really criticize his pitchers, especially when they had a bad day. You can tell right away, it's, and it really sticks out with Erod. But Cora is not shy to be critical of anybody. No. You know, and holds them accountable. Right, he said exactly. that sale day one. Yeah, he and, said that about sale. Yeah, he's, his, his sideline interview, like, oh, he just didn't have it today. Yeah. You know, that, that stuff happened. Right, he was, he, so did sale. I mean, I love what sale says too. Yeah. To be honest, in the he, press, like, he's just so blunt and like honest about it. And disappointed himself, you know what I mean? Yeah, you like can tell like, like that. You can tell it like bothers him how poorly he performed. Exactly. Yeah. Did you guys watch during Sales Extension uh, press conference though? I Mookie was like for like kind of in the front of all the players that were in there, but just kind of funny. I was just watching him. He just like arms crossed, like locked in, kind of like watching, not really <laughs> looking too like. Not like, oh man, like I'm happy for sale. It's just kind of like, kind of focused. You can tell he like he hates the business side of baseball. Yeah, yeah. But that's half the battle. So yeah, like you said, I mean, once he locks up the next one, it'll be good though. Yeah, hopefully he'll start enjoying himself a little more. Um, I hope it's here. So all these freaking moon bombs that we've been seeing, <laughs> I had a question that came to mind off the. Off top, I don't know if you guys did any research into this, but off right now, off the top of your head, it doesn't have to be on the Red Sox either. Who's got like the coolest home run swing? Like when you hit a no doubter and the follow through and everything. Who do you think has like the coolest home run follow through? Have to be now. Uh, I guess not. Be- because I'll tell you right now, that home run derby that was Josh Hamilton and and Bobby Abreu. Oh my lord, Josh Hamilton swings. Unbelievable. Like I tried to mimic that guy every time I was up at the plate. So we'll give Josh I mean, Hamilton an honorable there's a past. mention. There's a past. So I'll try to think about if it. If we're going past, I'm going Sammy Sosa. That that was iconic. All through, yeah. That was like that's I'd an like Manny. That's an like Manny, yeah. Or the Ortiz too. Nice. But anyways, like what about like Carl? What a, I loved Ortiz's like little off weight yeah, kind of right? thing yeah, where he like just like, his back always looked like yeah, he would fall over. Right. Um, all right. What about present day? Because like when Mitch Moreland hit that home run the other night, I was like, dude, he's got one of the coolest like no doubters, just like so smooth, like just drop the bat down on the ground and fucking run yeah, it. Yeah, he and knows it. Vasquez too. He hits like four home runs a year, but when he does, they go like <laughs> seven hundred feet, and he's <laughs> all extremely memorable. And he pimps the shit out of them. I yeah. s- will never forget his home run off Patantis that went 800 feet over the monster. Oh, God, yeah. yeah. That was wild. Yeah, he but, hits fucking So who comes, who comes to your mind when you're thinking, like, home run, just moonshots? I, I love the way Harper swings. Yeah. And the way the, the ball comes off the bat there. It's always just so, like, smooth and, like, 
I don't know, I watched a lot of Nationals games in the past few years, and I'm watching a ton of Phillies games like I have been too, and it's just like, you can just tell immediately if you're watching a game that Harper's about to hit a bomb, just like, he's locked Boy in. standing. The I swing agree. is just like, boom, that's gone. I'm not the, Don't even need I, to question I, it. I've been noted to not be the biggest Harper fan, but he pimps a home run like a fucking boss. And they Especially in go big moments a fucking too. mile. They look like they when, go a thousand feet when he hits it, when he connects with it. Yeah. No, late in games too. It's awesome. Yeah, I mean, he fucking crazy. His first home run he hit this year, I don't think it's landed yet. Yeah, what was that, like 460 something? It was a moonshot <laughs> to dead right center. It was just, oh, dude, he fucking killed that thing. The one he hit yesterday was fucking really cranked too. It, he got it, but the cameraman made it look like it was going like outside the stadium when yeah. it went like you know, seven rows deep or something. <laughs> oh, this is this is wild. I don't even know if you guys could guess who mine is. Pete Alonso just hit one. No, no. Oh, sweet. That's good news. <laughs> just happened. anyway. Um, no, I mean it's pretty relevant. Like five years ago, Pujols. No. Still in the league? Yep. Miggy? Nope. Like, can you give us a ALNL? NL. Now. Now. Cano? No. Cano's a great swing. Cano, yeah, Cano's a good one. Uh, yeah, Cano is a good one. That well, Cano's good. just from a swing standpoint is a good one. I think. That's true. <laughs> Steve should get this one, really. Ooh, Okay. Is he owned in any on anybody's team right now? Yes, I believe Ooh. so. Oh, he has to be. Does he though? I think he was. Uh, I mean, that'll give it away. I can't. I can't give you that. Hmm. He's on an NL team now. Daniel fucking Murphy. No, God, be awesome. no. <laughs> yeah, referencing Daniel Murphy pimping like home runs. Like that would get this podcast off. Too. Javier Baez. No. He does a good pimp job, though. He does. Yeah, he does. He's so that's a good one. Flamboyant about everything he does. Yeah, he is. He's got some fucking hobby swag. All right, want me to tell you? Play. Yeah. Fucking freaking out. He actually, I'll give you this. He won an, a, a very big award within the past, I believe, five years. Oh, I got. I know who McCutcheon. No. Oh. <laughs> no. Hmm. Okay. Want me to say it? Give, give it, position, position. Yeah, give position. us another hint. Third base. Josh Donaldson. Yes. Uh, Josh Donaldson pins home one. runs. He does for sure. He yeah. Does. When he connects, for sure. Uh, Jose Batista used to pimp the shit out of home runs. Yep. Shout out to MLB The Show with that bat flip this year. Yeah, dude. Um, Hell yeah. McGill Endoar done for the year. No way. Wow. Wow. Is he really? Yep. Breaking, Torn labor. Torn breaking labor. news. My football career. My roadie football career was done because of a torn labrum. Miguel Andujar, done for the year. Shoulder, Yankees right? in trouble? Yes. Do the Yankees trade for a third baseman now? That's, like, the worst pain. Dude, you can't even sleep. Like, I was, like, trying to, like, put my arm under my pillow, dude. I'd wake up with, like, like cold shoulder, and I'd literally have to, like, snap my shoulder back into place because just all my ligaments and, uh, and shit were just, like, 
locked up because the labrum's pretty like crucial in like the movement because it's more like um like a, like a from what I understand like a gel like it's a tendon but like it like helps everything move like every time I rotate my shoulder now it like clicks it's weird oh man permanently yeah so I just is didn't he for sure to... doing it though because I saw that he has like a well, no, I think it's it, just like an option of a season-ending. Yeah. Like well, you can, you can surgery. function with it, bro. Like, it's like three months probably of PT. He'll he'll probably be back with like the treatment that he would get. Like, I was out for six, but I didn't want the surgery, and I just couldn't play contacts. So, like, I mean, whatever. Yeah. Like, it's like you can do without it. Like, if you tear it, like I did, like I full tear, gone, then you can like still participate it's kind of like you know it's kind of funny i work at the high school with you know special needs kids and i was talking to their pt guy one time and he was like yeah i don't have an acl cl and i still ski i was like what the fuck so i learned you learn something new every day like i guess you don't need to like have these like crucial things in your body it's just like you can learn how to like adapt to like strengthen around it all limit your range of motion well, that and just strengthen around it. You know what I mean? So, yeah. I don't know. Did you know my dad tore his ACL and MCL? Really? Yeah, a couple times, but a few years ago he tore it pretty bad in a snowmobile accident. Cat tore hers, Fun too. Fact. No way. Tripping over a dog. <laughs> I'm sorry, that shouldn't be funny. Hey, you broke your leg over Barney. You can laugh at that. <laughs> I did. That's definitely facts. My sister tore her ACL in a basketball game, taking a charge. No way. Pretty badass. And then she, the, the best part of it, my dad was the assistant coach at the time is at, at the high school. Um, she is on the bench, and they're, my dad runs in the locker room to get ice, like freaking out and stuff. She convinces the head coach that she's good to go back in the game, and she goes back in the game. Oh my God. And then she, like, <laughs> a couple plays later, she, like, just collapses. Oh, my wow. God. That's Kobe. Yes. Yeah, leaving it all out there. <laughs> Joe, another injury. That's This one's really sad. Hunter Green needs Tommy John surgery. That's that. a bummer. Yeah, said so, back a year. That's rough. Season's mm. over. It's not that we're going to see him this year, but damn. I know, but yeah, sets him back a year. Do you think the Yankees uh, respond by making any moves on the line, or DJ just goes to third? DJ's permanently a third baseman now. It's a big eligibility factor there, Steve. You should pick him up. (laughs) Maybe so. Maybe I will. You should pick him up, Oliver, if you think he's so valuable. I don't. Nice nice one, Oliver. Okay. Fucking Yankee fan. I think he'll hit well in Yankee Stadium, to be honest. That swing. That swing's perfect for it. Yeah. I think so, too. It'd be fine. I don't think they make a move yet, though. I think they wait it out. I don't think they make a reactionary move, but I wouldn't be surprised to see him trade for someone down the road. Yeah. Then again, I probably wouldn't have been surprised at all. Whatever. Anyways, fuck the Yankees. This is a Red Sox podcast. For some reason. Oh, they still have so many things they can do, though. They already have too many infielders. Like we're saying here. Yeah. Between DJ or Troy. Too low. Too low. Or even Glaber at, at... Although I think they want to keep Glaber at short just to kind of... 
Yeah, they have to, dude. He's just the future. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, what do we got next? Uh, you want to do a confession? Hmm. Yeah, Maybe. what is it? What if I don't feel up to it? Okay, this is a big one, guys. You know, confessions are usually in private boxes. I don't get this. I don't get this at all. We're in. Here's your box, Josh. Fucking square it up. All right. This is a big one. It's it's not really okay. It's more of a would you rather. Okay. Would you rather give up all video games for the rest of the year, or give up your fantasy team for the rest of the year? Oh, oh no. fantasy baseball only. Your fantasy baseball teams, all of them, and or all your video games. Which one would you rather give up? Yeah, this isn't a fucking question. Ooh, I don't know. This is this isn't even a question for me because I. Yep. Yeah. I mean, you want me to go first? Yeah, fire away. Yeah. Video games. I'd give up video games in a heartbeat. I, th- I could not live without my fantasy baseball. I couldn't. I couldn't function. I don't know what I would do. I'd literally check it at work every single day. Every like fifteen to twenty minutes I just peep. Oh, oh yeah, my stars are still good. And I like go on with my day. Like video games, like there's days where I just don't do it because I got shit going on now. Like I'm a coach, I got a dog, like this shit just happens. And it's very simple to me. I need my fantasy base. You know what? Josh, I'm with you. You know, all I think about all day is baseball scenarios and situations, so you know what? Fuck it. This, this is like the whatever, six months a year that matter. Like It, it really is. Like, this is what connects us, too. Like, yeah. I could not, like, imagine not having something like this. But yeah, like, I'm not the best with fantasy basketball because that shit sucks. <laughs> <laughs> But, um, like, imagine just a year not doing this fancy baseball league. Like, we're probably going to do this when we're fucking 60. Uh, I hope so. I hope so, too. I hope this league lasts forever. So, yeah. Couldn't do it. I play a fuck ton of video games, but I give them up in a heartbeat. I Right, dude? Yeah. And you're probably the worst one. Ouch. You're pro- <laughs> I mean, Oliver, was... you have 97 days on, or not Fortnite, uh, Smite. Smite. Oh, I think when he's the worst one at fantasy baseball. <laughs> no. <laughs> no, no, dude. No, that's over I'm like saying, four like, years, though. It doesn't matter, bro. You have 97 days playing a video game. One video game. It's not enough. <laughs> Gotta get better. I mean, I got like 36 on Smite. But, I mean, we play a lot of video games, but you play a lot of video games. And I'm going to be totally honest. Me and Shannon have literally, like, gotten in fights. I'm like, look at Oliver's time played. Look at it. <laughs> My defense, a lot of that is with Cat as well. I know. I know that, but it's just crazy. Sometimes when you're like, apart, Josh, you need something to keep you guys connected. No, and trust me, we don't we don't fight <laughs> at all. I mean, I, all I'm saying is, is like she she would come home and be like, "Oh, you're playing Smite again," and I'd be like, "Yeah, but you know what? I'm playing like for an hour. <laughs> That's it." 
<laughs> Josh has been playing the previous four hours. Yes, that's exactly right. <laughs> she but doesn't know not... that. I just exactly. turned it on. Exactly. All right, Gailey, what would you rather do? Oh, and as she's right here, she can attest to it. She's taking the dog out. I was talking about how I always use Oliver as a scapegoat for smite play. That doesn't make it okay. That's always the answer. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so that was easy for me. Interesting. It's tough. I don't really play that many, that much video games anymore, to be honest with you, so I guess it's an easy call. I, I, I spend way more time on fantasy baseball than video games. But, yeah. Okay, so I mean, the healthy, healthy answer... Healthy answer is probably to eliminate fantasy baseball and free up time for other stuff, but yeah, or just eliminate <laughs> the tension in our friendships. We literally spent know, like me and ruined. Gilly alone literally spent like four months not talking to each other one year. <laughs> it wasn't we that old. long. It really was. I don't know how long it, it was, was an entire semester because Shannon and uh, God, what's her name? I don't remember what. What's your X's name there, I'm sorry. She who must not be named. <laughs> okay, but she who must, must not be named. She's We're not in the same out. class. We're in the same class there. And uh, she was like, oh yeah, they're just still not talking. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah. Huh? Sorry, I, I, I didn't mean to bring her up yeah, there. Yeah, she's got some serious no. gripes. Grudges. Yeah, for sure. For sure. Tension. You name it. You name a bad feeling. Envy. It, ha- it comes yeah, up. No, no more envy for me. Mike Trout, Moogie Betts, that's it. That's you're doing well. Yeah, you're chilling. I don't even care if I lose like every game. This- yeah. Well, I got Mike Trout and Moogie Betts. Yeah, but if you have 21 L's, that's kind of tough to take. I'll take it. <laughs> this is years of prosper. All right. But- I, I yeah. thought that would be a little bit more contentious, but now that you know we talk it out, we all realize Steve plays video games throughout the entire podcast, but if he had to, he would give it up. <laughs> yeah, if I he would. had to, he would give it up. Huh? I would. And I'd just stare at the wall the entire time rather than the screen. <laughs> okay, okay, boys. I think that's all we have, unless we have any last uh, you know, closing takes, topics... A quick one. Um, uh, shout out to Josh Gentile, Alex Faba, who listens to the podcast. I really appreciate that. Uh, and anyone else that listens to the podcast, Ben Campbell, that's, it makes me happy that he's still listening. Favorite to win the bracket right there. That's awesome. Hope he wins it. Who else Who else like listens to that world? It's like, well, that's pretty cool. Let us know. Obviously, shout, shout out, yeah. shout out our, our loyal viewer that watches us live every night. We're sorry. Exactly. sorry about Purdue. Sorry about Purdue. Shout yeah. out Purdue. <laughs> Dave, yeah, Boiler Up was uh, kind of, he just didn't boil up However, enough. Carson Edwards but, gave hey. us like one of the greatest tournament runs we've seen in a long time. True, that was, was pretty fun. good. He was awesome to watch. He could, he, I, I know a lot of Purdue fans have mixed emotions about him because he would shoot him out of games a lot, but he certainly did not shoot him out of any games in the tournament because without him, they were toast. I mean, talk about a listener slash viewer, you know, really making their case. I put Purdue in my national championship with Texas Tech. So <laughs> he got you convinced. Shout huh? out Dave Champlin. You know what? I was convinced, <laughs> and, I'm, and I'm sorry you were close. that you feel close. the way you do. So, all right, yeah, I'm good. I'm good with it. 
Good with it, good with it. Well, Shout out if, Dave if you've made it this long, thanks for listening. Be sure to uh, spread the news. We are in the year of big, small state, big takes. Remember, 2019, it's the year of small state, this big year. takes. We are 20%, 25% of the way done with the year. So don't oh, be, God. remember, remember, out there. Like us on Facebook, share us on Facebook when we post it. Be sure to follow us on Twitter, at Small State Takes. If you uh, don't, you should. I need to start tweeting from that account more, because every time I have a tweet that like gets any recognition, it's from my own account. And like five minutes later, I'm like, that should have been from the podcast account. So that, hands up. My fault. It's on me, guys. Sorry about that. But Okay. Be sure to tell. It's happened it. before and it'll happen again. I'm sure it will. But I'll do. You know. <laughs> you like, hate us. The worst is that one. What was that? Uh, uh I replied oh. to one with Carabas. Yeah. It was, oh, it was like a yank. Oh, you like just gave him a, like a link. Right. Or something, right. It was or a like, screenshot. <laughs> I screenshotted the yeah. kid's oh, thing. Like, I knew sweet. he was gonna delete it. I knew he's gonna delete it because it was something like Jared replied to it. And whenever Jared replies to a Yankee fans tweet, they always fucking delete it right after. So. I screenshot it. I was like, "Don't worry, guys, I got you." And I showed everybody, and that tweet popped off. And if that should, I wish I was from the podcast account. Obviously, big regret. Hands up on me. Okay. Sorry, guys. Hindsight's it's twenty twenty. Yep. Uh, so, like I like I was saying, if you're out there, you're listening. We're grateful for you, but let's be more grateful for more people. Tell your mom. Yeah. Tell your dad. We just got to tell David Price and Nathan Avaldi to play live Fortnite. And get Oliver to play Fortnite again on the podcast. Fortnite, by the way, has been taking some serious criticism on the Twitter machine since their I'm, latest All update. I'm saying is David Price I know. and Nathan Abaldi yeah. on the podcast playing Fortnite. Yeah, that'd be, a, that'd be something. With J-Mac, most likely. With you, that would be the squad. Would you do it? Would you play Fortnite again for that? You know, the issue, obviously, but the issue is my fucking stream, my capture card doesn't record game chat correctly, and I still haven't figured out how to record the game chat, so we wouldn't be able to hear anything they're saying on the stream. That's bad. That's It's bad. annoying. And they're no longer playing, so that's an issue as well. Well, I mean, yes, I could make it work. <laughs> I'll make it work somehow. And, okay. No, we got to get J-Mac on here. Maybe that'll be a surprise someday. Yeah, we've got to reconnect but... with... He's kind of been off the grid lately, though. He's been really busy. I know. He hasn't streamed in a while, either. But David Price had a shutdown first inning. Let's hope he can change things for this Red Sox showing rotation. Be sure to tell your mom, tell your dad, tell your brother, sister, cousin, aunt, uncle, grandma, grandma, niece, nephew, son, daughter, dog, cat. Tell them all. Tell Terry Cushman the Red Sox are good. Red Sox Woo! are actually good. Terry Cushman. Terry Cushman. I actually didn't see. I didn't see his reaction to the uh, Xander signing. Do you guys? What if David he, Price is the best pitcher after this week? Was did he Terry Cushman for, say he's good? Cushman JD, liked it. Did JD just uh, fly out to the warning track? Um, he did like it, so that's good. Yes. Um, oh, and and uh, rest in peace, Nipsey Hussle. Yeah. Yeah. Rip. Rip Nipsey. Never, That's sad. I never really listened to any of his music, but he seemed to be a polarizing figure out there in L.A. Like, so, did you guys see the conspiracy? Polarizing, no, like, was people polarizing like not the right word? Was, no, it's not. Okay. I mean, like, people are conflicted. Oh, okay. He brought community. He yeah. brought like people together. He was like a, he's, he's a yeah. huge yeah. community builder. Okay, there we go. He really was. Hand up again. Not, no, not my best day. For... Not my best day. It's okay. 
Um, do you guys Nama, Namaste? Is that what you're saying? Rewind. Namaste. Did you Oliver guys, just using words he doesn't did, know. Do you guys see the uh, conspiracy <laughs> theory on like why he got shot? One of them out there. I didn't. Oh. Yeah, about the AIDS thing. Yeah, he was making a documentary about the doctor that said he had a cure for AIDS, and another person Ooh. that was making something along those lines also got shot. So that might, if that turns out to be true, that would be wild. They're saying left eye from TLC. Yeah, really? That's what, that's what it was. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh my god, that's crazy. I know. That's it's pretty, a, it's pretty a scary. Big if true, right there. Right. I. Uh... I, I just when celebrities like that die, I just can't stand all the hubbub afterwards in terms of just like s- such speculation. I don't know. Just let it. be I, I just think it's so insen- yeah. yeah, I think it's so insensitive. Yeah. No, I, get I you. just I would be so upset if that were like a a family member of mine. You got people like talking about all these conspiracies and stuff like that. Like let them be at peace for a bit at least, and then let information kind of roll out. I don't know. People just kind of jump on shit like that sometimes, and it makes me sad. No, I feel that. Yeah, sucks to see, you know, anybody get shot down like that. So, uh, rip Nipsey Hussle. On that, you know, on that note, I guess, can we say something else to end on besides that? Yes. Red Sox go 20-0 and (laughs) to end the season. If they're (laughs) Xander just got a double. Um, Not to end the season. What the fuck? They don't play 20 Games. I'm, a, I'm, a, I'm an idiot. I'm like, I'm like three games. whalers deep and two schedule. glasses of wine. Like this is why whalers needs to sponsor us right here. Shout out whalers. Shout out to whale. Uh, this is a free ad. That's fine. Okay. Some free ads. Shout out whalers. They like dogs. I might bring Buzz there one day. Hashtag some free ads. Yeah. Some free ads. Bring. Hashtag one free ad. You know what? We're gonna start shouting bring out Buzz. whalers until they recognize us on Twitter. Every podcast. That sounds great because, okay. you know, I'm pretty – I love Whaler's beer, man. Like this is – if I get like a six-pack like every six months, hey, count me in. Shout right. out Whaler's. Shout out Whaler's. Whaler's. I want a hat. I want a Whaler's hat like Josh's. I wear it every podcast. It's a fucking dope hat. I can't find mine. Somewhere. That's depressing. You had the blue one, didn't you? Yeah. I'll get another one. I almost got another one last week actually. Hey, speaking of Buzz, he's right here. I want a multi Brawley hat badly. <laughs> Alright, boys, that'll do it, I think. Be sure to spread the news. Small state big takes, we're coming at you. Go Sox. There he is. Hey, if the Red Sox go six and five on this road trip, is that a success? Starting one and three, yes. Yes, right? Six and five will take? Yes, absolutely. Okay. Consensus. We all like fantasy baseball more than video games and socks. Go Sox, baby. All right. Until next time, see you next week. Peace.